This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Today is February the 3rd, and the record of the day on full album February is from 1988. It's the self-titled debut release from All About Eve. It went top 10 in the UK and contained the top 10 single, Martha's Harbour. I'm looking forward to listening to this one in full today, and you can join in too. I'll pop a post up on social media every single day with that day's record. It would be awesome if you listened along and left your thoughts as well. We're going to be doing it all month to try and uncover some lost and forgotten albums, all nominated by you. And it's thanks to Phil Owens on YouTube for nominating this one today. But back to rock history then. As I alluded to yesterday, February the 3rd is the day the music died. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens and the Big Bopper were all tragically killed in a plane crash. It became immortalised in Don McLean's hit American Pie, of course. Also on this day, in 2003, Phil Spector, one of the leading producers of the 60s and 70s, was arrested and charged with murder. Police were called to his 33-room mansion in California and discovered actress Lena Clarkson dead from a gunshot wound. On this day in 1979, the Blues Brothers, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, hit number one on the US album chart when their record Briefcase Full of Blues hit the top spot. Not bad for a pair of comedians. On this day in 1961, it's said that Bob Dylan made his first recordings. He puts down San Francisco Blues and Jesus Met the Woman at the Well at the home of his friends Sid and Bob Gleason in New Jersey. And birthday wishes go out to The Cure's Lol Tolhurst. He started as the band's drummer before switching to keyboards. Lol is 64 today. Also celebrating is the legendary guitarist in the Kinks, Dave Davies. He and his brother Ray were, of course, the mainstays of the band that were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame way back in 1990. Dave is 76 years young today.
But for our main show, we're going to focus on a legend who appeared in the US in his new persona for the first time on this day in 1976. Yes, on this day in 1976, David Bowie opened his US tour showcasing his latest persona, the Thin White Duke. It was a far cry from the Ziggy Stardust, which had been retired a couple of years earlier. As the Thin White Duke, Bowie dressed in a black vested suit with slicked back hair. It was a controversial character due to his pro-fascist statements that Bowie made during interviews. Bowie later claimed they were theatrical remarks made in character and didn't reflect his actual views. Later on, he blamed this persona and his erratic behaviour on an astronomical use of hard drugs whilst living in L.A. Bowie decided to leave the U.S. for Europe in late 1976 to improve his mental health and physical well-being. He settled in West Germany where a whole new chapter began, the Berlin Trilogy. Now, I spoke with Bowie's manager during this trilogy era, Steve Weltman, and I asked him how he came to work with the legendary figure. When Bill died, who owned Mountain, Nazareth manager, I left and uh, I knew a man in New York called Ken Glancy, who was the worldwide president of RCA Records. He wanted the last X years of his life before he retired to the south of France to be in Europe, so he chose to come to Britain. And he'd known me from my uh, Charisma BNC time and thought I was quite innovative. And and asked me to go over there. Uh, and so I was with David through um, Low Heroes, Scary Monsters, and the Double Live album stage. And, you know, I wrote, did all his copy, did all the, created all the marketing, got awards. NME gave me the, I got an, um, uh, an award in 78, but in their yearbook, I was given a copy line of the decade. <laughs> there you go. Because when we were coming in the late 70s, you know, we were coming to a kind of hiatus in music, in rock, and as about punk was going to explode, the media decided it was you were old wave or new wave. David had just finished the Heroes album. So I took double page ads out, and on the left hand side, of the page as you looked at it, it simply said, there's old wave, there's new wave, and there's David Bowie. <laughs> Brilliant. And I still have the award. It's not one I've given away or very proud of that. The wonderful Steve Weltman there. He's had one hell of a career in the music business. He's worked with the Beatles, Elvis, Bowie, and more. Check out the interview in full on episode 19 of Vintage Rock Pod, which also features an interview with Damon Johnson, the guitarist singer from Brother Kane, who's also played with, yeah, Thin Lizzy, Alice Cooper, and Leonard Skinner. So it's a great episode to catch. Episode 19. Go on, give it a listen. But that's it for today's episode, then. I will, of course, be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness. So until then, take care. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. to achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.